Accepting Christ as your Savior takes you to heaven. Living by faith brings heaven to you. Dr. Tony Evans says many of us only have faith in what we can see, touch, or figure out for ourselves. But if you're living by sight, verse 1 of Hebrews 11 says, that's not faith. That's sight. And the two are totally different. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Most of the time, faith makes no earthly sense. But today, Dr. Evans explains why that's the point, as he talks about the kind of trust in God that can bring supernatural power to bear on our earthly problems. Let's join him as he explains. We're talking about the men and women in Hebrews 11, who are men and women from the Old Testament being spoken of in the New Testament to encourage you and I what it means to make our daily operation a faith operation. The author of Hebrews has gone name after name, Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Moses, Israel, Rahab. And he says, these folks saw the hand and the movement, the power and the presence of God, and they saw it by faith. He has made it clear in Hebrews 11, verse 6, without faith, you won't see God. Because without faith, you do not please him. The absence of faith is the absence of the manifest presence of God. In other words, you'll know he exists, but you won't necessarily experience his existence in your day-to-day life. So what it wants you and I to do is to begin to live our life by faith. Now, we have discussed the meaning of faith. Let's review. Faith means to act like God is telling the truth. Faith is acting like it is so even when it's not so in order that it might be so simply because God said so. Faith is verifiable. You don't have to guess if you're having it or not because faith is measured by your feet, not by your feelings. By your walk, not by your talk. By your life, not by your lips. Faith is a verifiable reality. You can feel no faith and be full of faith because you're walking or moving in faith, which means you're doing what God says to do. You're obeying him even when you do not see the reality of your obedience. Faith must always, watch this, precede sight. Once you have sight, it is no longer faith. That's why Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. If you have to see it first, you've canceled faith. For faith is prior to and apart from sight. Faith leads to sight, but faith must always precede sight. Most people, even Christians, Decide what they're going to do by what they see first. And if you decide whether you're going to do what God says do on the front end because you see it, then you're not exercising faith and you have canceled out seeing God move. 
So we regularly cancel out the supernatural because we got to see the natural first. But faith is apart from sight. The African impala is a magnificent animal. The African impala can like jump 10 feet straight up in the air and it can jump out 30 feet. But if you put an African impala with all this beauty and power and ability to leap high and jump long into a little three-foot cage, it will stay incarcerated for life because the one flaw of the African impala is it will not jump where it cannot see. So it limits its movement to its sight. It has ability to jump high over the cage. It has ability to jump long over things, but it won't do it if it can't see it, and so you can control it. Many of us are controlled by circumstances and the devil because we're waiting to see first before we obey first, nullifying the movement of God. Faith must precede sight if it's going to be biblical faith. Now, having explained this, he now comes to his culminating section, his culminating point in the book, in the chapter. He begins in verse 32 of Hebrews 11, and I love how he opens it up, and he says, and what more shall I say? He says, what what can I say now? I can walk you through 31 verses. I've given you the great heroes of the faith and what they were able to achieve by faith. So what more can I tell you? What, what more can I say, he says. It made me think of Teddy Pendergrass. If you don't know me by now, you'll never, never, never know me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The author of Hebrews 7 says, if you don't get it by now, what more can I say? If you've gone through these 31 verses, these 11 messages prior to today, and you're still not inspired, encouraged, and motivated to live by faith, he says, what more can I say? I've shown you, he says, what faith can do in everything leading up to this point. In fact, he goes on to say, In verse 32, for time will fail me. He sounds like an old preacher. If I I just had a little bit more time. If I had a little bit more time, I I could tell you so much more. Because there's so much more to tell about the power of faith. But he's run out of time. He's run out of space. And so he says, well, I don't have time to go into the detail I went into in the first 31 verses. But let me throw a little something, something extra along the way. Let me me give you a little something, something. He said, if I had some time, if if, if I had the time, I'd tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. But I don't have time. I I don't have time. I don't have space to to go into all these other folk I haven't gone into. So since he didn't have a time, I'm going to take a minute. 
to tell you about these folk. He didn't have time to go into detail on like he did all the previous people in the first 31 verses of chapter 11. He starts off with Gideon in verse 32. Gideon was a judge, but Gideon was not scared. He was stirred. He was he was a, a passive guy and and then God called on him because Israel was being invaded by the enemy. And he said, Gideon, I want you to go out there and I want you to take care of the enemy of my people. So Gideon, as scared as he was, went out and amassed an army of 32,000 men. And God looked at Gideon in the book of Judges and said, that's too many people. I can't use 32,000. Now, Gideon logically was saying, you just, we get ready to fight an army. That's a big army. I need as many men as I can get. To which God said, you may need them. I don't. Your army's too big. So I want you to shrink it down, shrink it down again, shrink it down again until you get down to 300. God, you got to be kidding me. You want me to fight an army that's huge with 300 men. <laughs> no, Gideon, I want you to fight an army with 300 men and me. So guess what he did? He dropped logic, what he could see, comparing his 32,000 with a group that he was going to fight. He dropped his logic and he obeyed God. When he obeyed God, he routed the army with 300 men because God joined the 300 when he obeyed what he couldn't see. If you ask him to logically figure it out, he couldn't do it. He had to do what God said do, even when what God said do made absolutely no sense at all. So since the author of Hebrews didn't have time to tell you, I just thought I'd tell you that by faith, Gideon routed an army, even though he was scared to do it. The next name you get is Barak. If Gideon was scared, Barak was weak. He was a weak man. He was a man who ran from difficulty and ran from trouble. In fact, he got his strength from a woman named Deborah. He was too scared to go into battle himself. He told Deborah, I ain't going, girl, unless you're going with me. So Deborah, as many women have to do, had to hold up my man's hands. Had to say, come on, man up, Barak. And with the encouragement of Deborah, who had heard the word from the Lord and transferred it to Barak, he believed that word, even though he was a weak man, and God used him by faith to rout the enemies of Israel. Dr. Evans will return in a moment with more on the triumph of faith, the first message in his compilation series called You Are Stronger Than You Think. This entire series, presented here through the remainder of this week and into the first part of October, will help you discover God's unwavering presence and guidance, empowering you to overcome challenges, find resilience in adversity, and carry the weight of life's burdens with grace. We encourage you to tune in each day as you're able but also want to let you know that you can receive all the full-length messages in this series on CD or instantly downloadable MP3s when you contact us and make a donation to the Ministry of the Alternative. It's only through the faithful support of listeners like you that we can continue to bring Dr. Evans' messages of hope and truth 
to a world in need of the good news of Christ. Visit us today at TonyEvans.org to make your donation and request the six-message compilation, You Are Stronger Than You Think. And when you do, we'll include an extra gift, the Prayers to Share book that contains 100 tear-out, pass-along kindness notes, each with a prayer, scripture, inspirational quote, and space to provide a handwritten personal message for someone you want to encourage. Get the details at TonyEvans.org or call us any time of the day or night at 1-800-800-3222, and one of our friendly team members will be happy to help. Again, that's TonyEvans.org, or by phone at 1-800-800-3222. Well, Dr. Evans will return with the second part of today's teaching right after this. The Biblical Roles of Husbands and Wives, the source of our authority as believers, understanding the concept of grace, winning spiritual battles. They're all important subjects, but seem as different as night and day. Would it surprise you to know there's a common thread running through all four? You can discover what it is by taking the course on Ephesians in the Tony Evans Training Center. One by one, you'll dig into the powerful themes of this book and make new discoveries about what Jesus' death accomplished, how to maintain unity at home and at church, what spiritual armor is all about. The course includes custom content from Tony, not available anywhere else. Work through it at your own pace. Collaborate with other students. Get your specific questions answered through our online forum. Connect with the Tony Evans Training Center at TonyEvans.org. It's like having a seminary on your smartphone or other device. Start today. TonyEvans.org. Samson was a man who had moral dilemmas, passion issues. But even though he was a weak man in a certain area, as born out again in the book of Judges, when he was willing to operate by faith, God would supernaturally invade him and use him to take care of the Philistines so that the Bible says he killed 1,000 men with the jawbone of a donkey. And at his ending days, he killed more in his death than he had killed in his life because when God got his attention, he would see the supernatural enter into the natural. The man had some problems. The man had some issues, but he still shows up in Hebrews 11. It didn't nullify the consequences, but what it did say was when you're ready to operate by faith, you can see God show up. Japheth. Let me tell you about Japheth. I'm only telling you because the author of Hebrews didn't have time. Japheth was the son of of a prostitute. He was a child of a prostitute in Judges chapter 11. The first three verses tell you that. She got pregnant, gave birth to a boy named Japheth. The father was married over here and had a number of other sons. The other sons didn't want to have anything to do with Japheth. And as soon as he was old enough, they ran him off. So he had a bad background questionable mother, rejected by his siblings. He was in a messed up family situation. But when God was looking for somebody to deliver his people, he went over to Japheth and said, Japheth, I know that, uh, I know that your background isn't the best. 
I know that your family situation isn't preferable, but if you will do what I tell you to do, I'm going to use you in spite of your past. I'm not going to let your past control your present or what I'm going to do with you in your future, but you got to do what I tell you to do. Japheth obeyed God and routed the enemies of God in spite of a poor background. Then there's David. David's short. David's small. David's young. David's inexperienced. But he runs into this mammoth man named Goliath of Gath. And in 1 Samuel 17, he takes a slingshot and five smooth stones and brings the giant down to his level and below. I don't know about your yesterday. I do know if you'll live by faith today, God can still use you tomorrow and recognize you for what you have done and achieved by faith. But it must be by faith and faith must precede sight. If you're waiting for sight, it's no longer faith. And so God must see you trust him by your feet, not by your feelings, by your function. He must see you operate by faith. In fact, you only know if you're operating by faith and are overcoming something by faith if you have something to overcome. If the road is always smooth, you never get a chance to use faith. You have a lot of people say, well, I'm trusting in the Lord, but they don't have anything they're trusting in the Lord about. So it's a word up there as a mist, as a fog. It's not a functional word because there has been a challenge. In each one of these men's lives, in each one of the people found in chapter 11 of Hebrews, men and women, there was a challenge that demanded faith. So the reason God allows a negative obstacle to come into your presence is to see whether you're going to face it by faith or face it by sight. When you face it by faith, God joins you in it. When you face it by sight, you take care of it. He said, but let me tell you what faith can do. Verse 33, it conquered kingdoms, performed act of righteousness, obtained promises like Daniel and the lions, then shut the mouths of lions. Like the three Hebrew boys quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, in weakness were made strong, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. He says, Faith, watch this, is unprecedented in its power because it can rout whole nations. It can turn, it can put out fires. It can, it can make alliance keep their mouths shut. He says, you don't understand the power of faith, but you must be operating by biblical faith, which means faith must precede sight. So if you're saying, God, show me this, and then this is what I'll do, that's not faith. You're saying, show me, then I'll respond. No, you respond to me, then I'll show you. When you accept Jesus Christ, you accept Jesus Christ through faith. And through faith, through trusting him for the forgiveness of your sins, you're giving eternal life. But while you trust Christ through faith, you are now supposed to live your life by faith. Two different things. Trusting Christ for salvation is receiving a gift. Living by faith is doing a work. That is why the Bible says in James 2, faith without works is dead. He's not talking about to get to heaven. He's talking about to get heaven down to you. 
Accepting Christ as your Savior takes you to heaven. Living by faith brings heaven to you. It allows you to see God enter history into your circumstance and show you the supernatural in the midst of the natural when he sees your faith working with your works. You're saved by faith apart from works. You see God by faith that has the accompaniment of your work. That is your obedience to his word without seeing the result in advance. But if you're living by sight, verse one of Hebrews 11 says that that's not faith. That's sight. And the two are totally different. Let me tell you something else about faith. Verse 35. Women receive back their dead by resurrection. That's what Elijah and Elisha did. They raised up the dead sons of the widows. They, they raised them up. Now, let me tell you how bad, meaning good, faith is. Faith can flip the natural order of things. See, when you die from a physical standpoint, you typically stay dead. Okay? okay you, you don't find a lot of folk walking around who died okay, in the physical world. So in order to have a resurrection, you've had the natural order of things reversed so that that which is dead now becomes alive. Like what Jesus told Martha and Mary, I am the resurrection and the life. If you live your life by nature, you'll never see God flip something from the natural to the supernatural. You'll never see him flip the order of things so that when you look at all the ways that your friends, the television, people will tell you it's supposed to work. If, you, if, if that's your faith point, then let your faith point fix it. But he says by faith, God flipped the natural order of things so that that which died became alive. Everybody on your job may say this is the natural way it works. All your friends may say this is how we do it. And they may be giving you the natural. God says, do you want the supernatural? Because I can reverse the nature of a thing if it's by faith. So you stay natural and you'll get natural. But if you live by faith, which means acting before you see the result, then that means you get to experience God even reversing something that is an impossibility to reverse. Dr. Tony Evans, talking about how faith can make the impossible possible. And that begins when you take a step of faith, accepting what God has already done through Christ's sacrifice for you, and believing that He will do more through your life when you enter into a relationship with Him. You can find out all about that when you visit TonyEvans.org and click on the text link at the top of the homepage that simply says, Jesus. If you want to learn more about what it means to be a Christian, we encourage you to check it out today. Again, that's at TonyEvans.org. And TonyEvans.org is where you can request your personal copy of today's lesson and all the full-length messages in our current compilation entitled, You Are Stronger Than You Think. As I mentioned earlier, the entire six-part series is our gift to you, along with the Prayers to Share Kindness Notes when you contact us and make a donation to help support Tony's ministry. Make the arrangements today at TonyEvans.org. You'll find a section on the homepage that's there just for this special offer. Or, if you prefer, 
You can let one of our team members assist when you call us at 1-800-800-3222. That number again, 1-800-800-3222. Now, if you know someone who can benefit from listening to Tony's teaching in Spanish, we have a brand new mobile app that makes that possible. It's called Tony Evans in Español, and it's available today as a free download through your app store. Well, coming up tomorrow, the Bible tells us faith is the evidence of things we don't see. And Dr. Evans will talk about some of that evidence as he brings us more about the kind of trials and triumphs we experience when we truly believe. Be sure to join us for that. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 